0: I invite you to turn in your Bibles with me to the 62nd Psalm. We're going to elongate our little break from the action in the Gospel of Matthew. I'm itching to get back into Matthew, but it just didn't seem like this was the right Sunday to do it. So we're going to elongate our little break from the the Gospel of Matthew and take another quick dip into the Psalter together. Last week we looked at Psalm 103. This week I want to look at Psalm 62. It's another of the Psalms of David when Anita and Amy Joe, and I got together this week to plan our Mother's Day worship service, I asked them what song they would want to sing as mothers on Mother's Day. And Amy Joe said, I'd like to sing Great Is Thy Faithfulness. That's what I need to hear as a mom on Mother's Day, that our God is faithful. And I thought, okay, I'm sure that all the moms need to hear that and sing that as well. And that got me thinking, maybe I should find a good psalm with that message and preach that this morning too. If that's what she wants to sing, it's probably what she needs to hear. A song about God's faithfulness. We looked at one last week in Psalm 103. What if we just stuck with that theme? So I decided that the next day I would go looking for one. Okay, I'm going to find a psalm about god's faithfulness and the next day i got up in the morning i made my trader joe's coffee in the in the grinder and pour it in it's it's terrible that you have to make coffee you have to wake up to make the coffee to help you wake up i'm I'm just kind of lost in that in that funk i pour the coffee into my favorite ugly mug I sat down on the couch before anybody else woke up to do my daily devotions in the Psalms. And what do you think was the very next Psalm for me to read? Psalm 62. And I read Psalm 62, and then I read it again. I sipped some more coffee, wake up a little bit more. And I said, this is it. I don't have to go looking. This is the Psalm for this Mother's Day. It's not your normal Mother's Day text. It's not Proverbs 31 or something like that and it's from a guy's perspective it's written by king david but you know what being a mom is i think a lot like being a king because you know what i think the hardest part of being a king is it's being responsible right it's probably great to have sovereignty and authority and power but a great king is greatly responsible and that's what moms are right are like right moms do you feel a weight Of responsibility. And kings are often under attack. David was at least. Moms, do you sometimes feel attacked? The Psalms exist to give a prayer language to people under great stress. Let me say that again. The Psalms exist to give people a prayer language. A language of prayer for people under great stress stress any moms under great stress well psalm 62 is about a person who is under great stress but is trusting god and finding in god the peace that they need in fact the psalmist says that they will quote never be shaken let me read you the first two verses this morning for the director of music for juduthin a psalm of david My soul finds rest in God alone. My salvation comes from Him. He alone is my rock and my salvation. He is my fortress. I will never be shaken. Here's my title for today. Unshaken Moms. Mothers who are unshaken and virtually unshakable no matter what gets thrown at them. Sound good? Of course, this is true. Psalm 62 is true for more than just moms. I mean, it was written for King David. I think it's true for all of us. This is a song for all of us to sing to ourselves, to others, and back to God. But I want to provide some particular application to moms because this is Mother's Day and because I want our church family to be full of unshakable moms. I know I'm going to say that wrong at some point and say unshakable mobs. So, I guess I mean that I want unshakable mobs of unshaken moms let 's read the first two verses again. What I love about these verses is is that they are so confident. David comes out of the gate singing a loud anthem of confident trust in the lord it 's to be sung like we saying, "All glory be to Christ, our king. All glory be to christ okay this is that 's the voice that you should hear psalm. The first two verses in. My soul finds rest in God alone. My salvation comes from Him. He alone is my rock and my salvation. He is my fortress. I will never be shaken. Mm. I like that song. It's positive and and encouraging. It could be on Love, right? It sounds so good. I want that for myself. And I want that for every mom here. The words, my soul finds rest, in some versions is translated, my soul waits in silence. Or, I wait quietly. The Hebrew is literally, my soul, silence. Or, my soul is silence. My soul is silence itself. The idea is that David's soul, his innermost being, is silent last week we, he talked about his soul right he talked to his soul and he told it to praise the lord Well, right now he says that his soul his innermost being is silent now obviously he's making noise here he's composing and singing a song for his worship leader Jeduthun to put into the rotation at worship at the tabernacle he wants this song sung it's it, it's it's loud in that sense and confident but his soul is not noisy it's not chaotic it's not frantic it's not frenetic and disorderly and loud in that sense his soul is silent so that's why we use the word at rest right quiet his soul is sitting there patiently waiting for god's salvation My soul finds rest in God alone. My salvation comes from Him. This salvation he's talking about, I think, was from his enemies. David had enemies. He was under attack. He was under stress. He was under duress. He was being assaulted. Read First and Second Samuel, right? And you'll see how David lived. But he says, My soul's at peace. I want that. I want that for me. I want that for you. I want that especially for our moms. For the Mollies. The way to get there is to trust in God alone. Did you catch that word alone? Or truly? Verse 2. He alone is my rock and my salvation. He is my fortress. I will never be shaken. You never know how much you appreciate a rock until you need it, right? You ever been going, I love to canoe down the clarion, right? And every once in a while, things kind of get a little bit out of control. You know, you kind of, not most of the time at the clarion, the water's normally like this, and you have to carry the thing down. But at times, it gets real deep, and maybe you lose a paddle, or maybe you lose your group or whatever, and then there's a rock, right? Now, most of the time, you try to avoid the rocks, right? Because you you, you, you you hit that rock and, but sometimes you want to catch that rock because you don't want to go downstream anymore and you grab the rock. God is a rock. That doesn't mean he's dumb. It's not saying God's as dumb as a rock. It's not what's saying at all. God is smarter than anything, but it does mean that he's immovable. God doesn't budge. He doesn't move. He doesn't drift away. He is solid and trustworthy. God is not going anywhere. You can trust God because God is not going anywhere. Everything else in life floats by. Everything else drifts. Everything else is sand. Everything else is dust. But God is not going anywhere. He alone is my rock and my salvation. He is my fortress. David knew all about fortresses, didn't he? They were places of safety. If you run to the fortress, if you get to the fortress, then you're safe. And he says God is His fortress. You're safe if you're in Him. He's immovable and He's safe. Do you see that? Do you feel that about who God is? David says, he is my fortress, I will never be shaken. Some versions say, greatly shaken. There's a little Hebrew word in there to indicate that. You won't be able to knock this guy over. I don't know about you, but I want that for myself. That's how I want to live. I want to be able to say that and sing that and mean that. But I don't always feel that way. I'm going to tell you a little secret. David doesn't always feel that way either. Verses 1 and 2 are the goal and the end result. He sings them with confidence. But they're not the whole story. Look at verse 3. Also in the same song. David turns from confidence to complaint. Verse 3. How long will you assault a man Would all of you throw him down this leaning wall, this tottering fence? Now, he's not talking to God here. This isn't a prayer yet. In this song, he's actually talking to his enemies. He's singing a song, a taunting song, back at those who taunt him. He's using some of the language of lament, that pregnant phrase, how long, which basically indicates he's had enough. He's really feeling it, and he wants it to be over like now. How long are you guys going to keep this up? How long do I have to put up with this treatment? And notice how vulnerable he feels. Do you see this? Would all of you throw him down? This leaning wall? This tottering fence? Who's he talking about? Himself. David feels shaken. David feels vulnerable. He feels weak and under attack. He thinks he's a leaning wall. And these guys are pounding on it. He he feels like he's a fence that's tottering. And these guys are kicking it. Does anybody feel like David right now? I bet there's some moms that right here, right now, feel this way. Like you're a fence that's ready to fall. And there's somebody, Satan at least, if not other humans, who's pushing on the fence. That's how he feels. What I want you to see and hear and feel is that David is both Psalm 62, 1 and 2 and Psalm 62, 3 and 4. Both of these are true true for David in that moment. David can, can proclaim that he will never be greatly shaken, and he can feel vulnerable and shakable at the same time because he's under attack. And he knows he's under attack. He knows the score. Look at verse 4. They, his enemies, fully intend to topple him from his lofty place. They take delight in lies. With their mouths they bless, but in their hearts they curse. Selah. That probably means to Pause take a break and let that sink in selah david knows his enemies are two-faced and they're scheming he knows that they want to take him out they want to topple him from being the king remember psalm 41 a couple like a month ago a month and a half ago how they came to david's sickbed and they acted like they cared but then they gleefully spread the word that he was going to die Moms, you have enemies too. The world, the flesh, and the devil. The external, the internal, and the infernal. And those enemies are liars as well, and they want to see you go down. It's right to be fed up with it. It's right to call it out. David wrote a song about it that he wanted other people to sing. What's not okay is to just give in. After taking that deep breath at the end of verse 4, David sings loudly to his soul. Look at verse 5. Find rest, O my soul, in God alone. My hope comes from Him. He alone is my rock and my salvation. He is my fortress. I will not be shaken. Three points of application this morning. Here's number one. Tell your soul to trust in God. Tell your soul to trust in God. Here is David talking to himself once again. Last week he was telling his soul to praise the Lord. He was telling his soul to bless the Lord. Oh, my soul. Here he's telling his soul to get quiet in the Lord. Find rest, oh my soul, in God alone. It's the same thing we saw, just saw in verse 1, right? In verse 1, he says that's what his soul does. In verse 5, he says, hey soul, do it. Verse 1, it says this is what he does. His soul finds rest in God alone. Now he's saying to himself, hey self, don't forget to do what you do. Tell your soul to trust in God. Find rest, oh my soul, in God alone. See, it doesn't just happen. Not always we often have to talk ourselves into it that's why there's all these psalms about say this to your soul say this to your soul say this to your soul hey soul remember who god is remember what we said in verse 2 sing that to your soul again in verse 6 he alone is my rock and my salvation he is my fortress i will not be shaken And here David drops the little word that we sometimes translate greatly. He won't just be not greatly shaken. I won't be shaken at all. Tell your soul that. Tell your soul to trust in God. That's how to be an unshakable mom. It's simple. I'm not saying it's always easy. But it's simple. Say soul, don't forget who your God is. They're coming at you with all that they've got. And you know how weak you really are. Yes, your Instagram looks great. You look like you've got this mothering thing all together. You're set to be mom of the year. But you know what you're really like inside your home and even worse, inside your own heart. A leaning wall. A tottering fence. Sing this song to your soul. Find rest, O my soul, in God alone. My hope comes from Him. He alone is my rock and my salvation. He is my fortress. I will not be shaken. Verse 7, my salvation and my honor. How other people see me. Depend on God. He is my mighty rock. My refuge. My refuge. There's so many times the Psalms talk about refuge. Do you ever think, does the Bible talk about addictions? Addictions? What do you find your refuge in? There's all these Psalms that call us to find our refuge in God alone. Number two, unshaken moms tell others to trust in God. In verse eight, David turns outward. He has been turned inward, talking to his own soul. Hey, soul, pay attention. But now his song changes to a song for other people to hear and to heed. Verse 8, Trust in Him at all times, O people. Pour out your hearts to Him, for God is our refuge. Selah. Stop and pause and think about that. See, God isn't just David's refuge. He's the people's refuge. He's everybody's refuge that runs to Him. Trust in Him at all times, O people. At all times, in all circumstances. No matter what's going on. What's going on, moms? Trust in Him at all times. He's a refuge. Here's what a godly mom does all day long. She's constantly pointing her children towards the Lord and urging them to trust in Him. I've seen that so many times as I watched Heather Joy in action as a mom and notice that david urges prayer not just faith but faith focused upward in prayer find your rest and trust in him at all times pour out your hearts to him that's what a godly mom does she prays and she encourages her kids to pray and she encourages other people to pray mom's encouraging other moms like our mops group right Everybody encouraging everybody. Trust in Him at all times, O people. Pour out your hearts to Him, for God is our refuge. In verse 9, David contrasts what we're supposed to trust in and what we aren't supposed to trust in. Basically, people and money. People in verse 9 and money in verse 10. Look at verse 9. Low-born men are but a breath. The high-born are but a lie. If weighed on a balance, they're nothing. Together, they're only a breath. In other words, top to bottom and bottom to top, people can't be trusted and don't have that much true weight. Uh, Don't trust them in the ultimate sense. Don't look for people to validate you. Hey moms, don't look for other moms to validate you as a mom. Look to God alone. Don't look to other people for your salvation. Don't expect people to fill that God-shaped hole in your heart. They can't and they won't. There's no weight there. People are not heavy. We treat them like they are. We we care so much about what other people think. But they can't and they won't do that. If you have one, don't expect your husband to fill that hole. Don't expect your kids to fill that hole. And don't expect money to do it either, whether you come by it legally or otherwise. Verse 10, do not trust in extortion, Or take pride in stolen goods. Though your riches increase, do not set your heart on them. David is singing loudly, isn't he? He's singing to whoever will listen to his song that you can't build your life on people or on money. They're not a rock. They're not salvation. They're not a fortress. They're not a refuge. Only God is. Do not set your heart on them. We need to tell other people that. If we're going to sing this song, we need to sing it to other people. Don't trust those things. Don't trust people. Don't trust money. Is that what mom is supposed to teach you? Absolutely. Not don't trust them as in don't ever trust anybody, but don't put your trust in them. Don't build your life on them, on either people or money or anything other than the Lord. And then in the last two verses, David changes again. He goes from singing to himself to singing to other people to all of a sudden singing straight to God. In verse 11, Psalm 62 finally becomes a prayer. One thing God has spoken, two things have I heard, that you, O God, are strong and that you, O Lord, are loving. Surely you will reward each person according to what he has done. Now that's a uh, poetic device that we see in the in the Proverbs and the Psalms, called X plus one. He says something, X, and then he adds something to it, plus one. And, when you're in, and the goal is to get the two put together, and the kicker, that last thing, is really something. So one thing God has spoken, X, two things have I heard, X plus one, listen up to both, they add up to something awesome, that you, O oh God, are strong, powerful, sovereign, a rock, a fortress, And that you, O Lord, are loving, chesed, faithful love, steadfast love, trustworthy love. Surely you will reward each person according to what he has done. In other words, God is just. God is full of power and love and justice. Friends, that's just the kind of God that we need. Can you imagine a God who is not powerful? He's got all that love, but he can't do it. can't do anything about it or a god who's all powerful but he's not loving how scary that would be or a god who is all powerful and all loving but he doesn't know what's right he's not just but our god is all three of those perfectly at the same time he's full of power and love and justice in other words he is an unshaken god He is God the unshaken, God the unshakable, strong and steadfast and just. And that's exactly what David prays back to God. Tell God that you trust Him. You've heard who God is and you're putting your faith in Him. That's what makes an unshakable mom. That's what makes an unshakable king. That's what makes an unshakable Christian. When life gets tough, the tough get to singing. They sing to their own souls. Find rest, O oh my soul, in God alone. They sing to their friends and their neighbors and their children. Trust in Him at all times, O oh people. Pour out your hearts to Him, for God is our refuge. And they sing back to their God. You are strong. You are loving. You are just. You are faithful. Great is thy faith.